Welcome to Null Pointers. We are your hosts, Stephen, Mark, Gerald. Today, we will be talking about the one and only Xamarin Community Toolkit. So stay tuned. Welcome to another episode. And before we get into our main topic, we wanted to talk about Gerald's new occupation of being a pilot. So Gerald, what's that all about? You know, I, I'm going to do things completely differently. I'm going to be a pilot. I have stepped into a plane and I've crashed it within two minutes. So it's not going great yet, but you know, I'm, I'm getting there. No, so you cannot have missed it. Um, we are talking about Flight Simulator, of course, because a new version is out since a few days, a week. I don't know. Um, everyone is talking about it. If you've if you followed it, if it's something that you're interested in, then you must have seen the reviews because they're pretty great as well. Um, and I've I've been debating with myself mostly um, for a couple of days if I should do it because I've tried previous versions where the experience that you just heard is was real, and I've had that experience before because I just there's too many buttons. I can't do it. Um, so, you know, I, I just downloaded because it's huge. So uh, 150 gigabytes, the, I do have the simple version because it's included in, in game pass. So I get it for free. That's pretty cool. Um, but you know, I downloaded the whole thing, took hours and hours. Um, and then I played for two minutes and I was like, yeah, I think I'm done. Flaps, Gerald flaps. That's the magic word. Yeah. So I've, I've been meaning to try it. Um, but I, I don't really have a PC suitable for gaming to begin with. But I'm, I'm not sure if it's going to be included in Xbox Game Pass as well. I haven't seen it just now, but... I think later on. I think uh, it it's supposed to come out because it's not released for Xbox yet. So I think it will come. I don't know if there's an actual date for it, but it will come later. Finally, I can crash into my own house. Yes, yes, exactly. But it is pretty cool. I mean, I've seen some reviews and some some videos. So uh, I think actually during the setup, I got two options, like the static uh, landscape or the actual dynamic one. And I think it downloads and updates all the things through uh, actual map data, uh, which also is uh, good for some very hilarious effects because uh, I think they're using open street maps. Is that the, the right name? Um, and some contributor there made a typo. So uh, there was a building that was uh, on the map for two stories high. Um, and then he wanted to uh, change it to either, I don't know, 21 or 22 stories high. Um, but he made a typo and he made it 212 stories high. Um, so there was in uh, they made a snapshot of that data in, in Flight Simulator, and uh, suddenly they had this very narrow but 212 uh, tall story building in their landscape. Um, so yeah, that's that's the things that you can expect from um, generated landscapes. And there were other things like uh, when there were uh, where under uh, buildings there were tunnels, so uh, cars would supposed to go under them uh but now suddenly those cars were driving against the the buildings up and then over the uh the roof and then down again uh so there's some some uh fun glitches in there but overall it looks pretty amazing yeah i must say i've i haven't downloaded it myself i don't know if i will uh, it seems to take quite a bit of graphic engine power to do it and uh quite a bit of uh 
drinking tea until it's done downloading. But the screenshots, they just look amazing. I mean, I remember as a small boy uh, trying to get the Cessna up from Chicago O'Hare Airport, I think, and mainly either crashing during a start or into a building or when landing until I got that. That was, yeah. But um, yeah, it looks it looks really great. Another update, probably a bit more boring. Um, that's been quite a big discussion uh, that I've been following is the Xamarin Forms five The final release um, is being they're starting to outline uh, what will be in it. I'm sure you two have been following along. We have, or at least I have. I, I can't speak for Gerald, but I I get this sneaky feeling that he did. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's the final release. We're working towards something that's going to be supported for quite some time to come. And in the current GitHub, there is a a nice spec of some things that might be breaking for uh, release 5.0 moving forward. Just some some experimental bits mainly that they want to remove because, well, putting something experimental in your last ever release doesn't sound like the best plan you can do. So yeah. Yeah, so and not not just that. I mean, it's so it, the little backstory here is that um, if if you're not up to date with all the latest bits on Xamarin Forms, um, Xamarin Forms 5.0 is going to be the last version uh, that is named Xamarin Forms, and will use these uh, techniques and 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 paradigm, um, and it will evolve into .NET Maui. So it will be taken up into. Uh, the the bigger .NET ecosystem, it will be a first class citizen there. Uh, no more a separate package for that. So, um, and also because of that, they cannot have experimental flags in there. Uh, that is not something that the .NET framework does. Um, so everything that is experimental right now, I mean, is it has served us a great purpose uh, of maturing controls. Um, releasing it early on and getting some feedback on how to shape it further with the risk uh, that APIs might change or uh, maybe be taken out entirely. Uh, But the .NET ecosystem doesn't do that. So, you know, to not, then you have a choice, like either make everything stable um, and uh, deal with it that way or take out everything that's experimental right now. Uh, because, you know, .NET MAUI will be the evolution. So they will start with um, what there is uh, in, in Xamarin Forms first. And if people are left with a long-term support version uh, that has experimental stuff in it, you have the expectance that that will uh, at some point become stable, right? So the expectancy would then be to have that in .NET MAUI and that might not happen. So what they drafted up right now is a couple of, yeah, I actually almost all experimental things to just be removed at this time, um, as well as a couple of other minor things that uh, might break some people, some, some renaming of stuff, mostly. Yeah, but it's my understanding that those things are not entirely going away, uh, which gives us a great segue into our main topic. They off, the Most of them, as far as I know, all of them, have actually been moved over to the Xamarin Community Toolkit. And since I know that you two have been a bit involved in getting this up and running, I thought I'll start with the question. So what is this Xamarin Community Toolkit and what is it compared to the other famous Xamarin library, the Xamarin Essentials? So to to get back to your original um, statement about most of those things being moved into the toolkit, that is um, still kind of up for debate. 
because it's it's basically up to the people that made the original PRs into Xamarin forms if they want to commit it to the toolkit. We we happily welcome everyone, obviously. Um, but in the end, it's the the author of that PR's choice. But yeah, the Xamarin Community Toolkit itself, it's a toolkit that has been around for actually quite a while. I remember in my very, very early Xamarin days, um, when it comes to forms, it was already there. Um, it was a project mainly, I think, created by Glenn Verswijveld and Bach Lanui. There are probably other people involved in that, but um, those are the two that at least I, at the time, um, saw most of. And they basically created a an additional toolkit on top of Xamarin that contains a lot of stuff that you write yourself in each and every project. So a basic converter that inverts a Boolean, for example, or a basic converter that converts a, um, a text value into an integer or just, just some of that basic stuff that's not in Xamarin forms, but you do use in pretty much every project that you do. So it's, it's a collection of all of that stuff. Um, but it, it's, we're trying to make it more than that. Um, additional views, additional behaviors, animation stuff. Um, I've seen some localization things being mentioned. And even, um, for example, James Montemagno, well-known in our little community, has offered to put all of his MVVM helper stuff in there. It's it's starting to become more and more a, a well-known thing to you, Mark, a Swiss Army Knife, basically. And I really like Swiss Army Knives, obviously, since I'm Swiss. <laughs> now, that sounds really interesting. Uh, I must say, it. I, I did not know that it's been around for so long. Uh, it's been talked a lot about lately. And um, I, I've, I've got another question for you. Is there any short name for the Xamarin Community Toolkit? Or I'm, I just know myself. I will at one point mispronounce it. So I'm just asking for a quick win on my end. Yeah. So the thing that I find myself doing is just refer to it as the toolkit or toolkit. Um, or, you know, we've, I've seen the acronym XCT, but that's um, easy to confuse with some other popular package. Now that you name it. <laughs> so, but you know, uh, there, and that was kind of like a funny story already. Uh, because you say, like, hey, I didn't really see, uh, I didn't know that the package was around for so long. Uh, I don't know if they ever saw a release. The repository has been around for a long time. Uh, but there wasn't really that much in it, I think. So I, I think there was a somewhat more popular counterpart, which did kind of the same thing, which is Xlabs. Um, which which has been around for a long time as well and had some cool stuff, um, but anyway, uh, so so yeah, like Stephen already said, what we are doing is um, a whole bunch of stuff code that everybody writes, uh, the converters that everyone does, the event to command behavior things. Um, everyone has copied that over multiple times in their projects, and we are trying to get that into this single package uh, that that people can use, and also because you know. Uh, me and, and Javier uh, are connected from the Microsoft side, so we can publish this under the Microsoft name, um, and uh, that can ensure like the uh, quality assurance people and, and whatnot, the auditing, um, that this package is actually authorized by Microsoft. So, you know, then it has to be good, right? Yeah, obviously. 
I mean, I mean, your name, your name alone probably would have carried a lot of weight, Joel. Right, 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 right. Um, it's it's that you mentioned it. I would I would never do that myself. Uh, but so yeah, I mean, that's that's a problem for some enterprise uh, environments as well. That you cannot just go out and install every package without doing some research on okay, how long is this going to be supported for? Who is behind this? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Um, and the other thing is that, yeah, um, with Xamarin Forms coming to a halt, sort of, at least for bigger new feature development, um, and .NET MAUI is still uh, sometime in the future. So there's not going to be, uh, yeah, the actual new features or controls being released. Uh, so then the community toolkit is a nice um, a nice thing that 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 fits in between there. Like uh, we can have all the controls. There are actually a couple of PRs. I'm working on the camera view right now that has been open on the forms repository for uh, some time, unfortunately, um, but never made it in. And we are now able to take those controls or new controls, um, add them to this toolkit and uh, people can still use them. We can do all the hard work. We can implement them, uh, make sure the API is stable, um, uh, think about it, see what works, what doesn't work. Uh, and maybe if it's good enough, it can from there go to .NET MAUI whenever um, that is being released. So uh, it's it's a real cool project with uh, a lot of potential. Um, yeah. That sounds really interesting. Another question that I'm having is, uh... How do I install it? Is it just like one giant NuGet file or how does that work? So the thing I might want to explain first is like it's called the community toolkit. So it's not something that is ran from Microsoft. I mean, me and Javier are here from the Microsoft side. Um, and and that's cool because we can move some things along. Uh, we are able to sign the actual NuGet packages and we are able to do some stuff there. Uh, but I really want this to be about the community. So if someone... Um, feels that they have good reasons to do whatever, then uh, I'm not going to use the name of Microsoft to overrule that. None of that. Uh, but we have like a good core team uh, just because you have to have a couple of people that lead things in the right way. So we have, I'm going to butcher a couple of names here, but we have Andrei Mishukovic, uh, Charlin Agromanti, uh, also known as Xamgirl, uh, the same Glenn Versweifeld that we've just mentioned, uh, our friend from Belgium, uh, Jean-Marie Alfonsi, uh, you might know him from some uh, sharp NATO stuff, uh, Steven, who is here in the studio with us, uh, Javier and me. Uh, but, you know, I want also want this project to be as open as possible for uh, contributors, uh, new contributors. And I'm very happy to help anyone and everyone uh, make their first contribution to this uh, so that it's easier to, to you know, we have a small project, do it with us. And then whenever you feel confident, you can maybe do some contributions to forms or .NET MAUI or um, that kind of stuff. So we wanted to start small and with just one NuGet package with a couple of namespaces, uh, but for instance, the camera view that I just mentioned, that is going to be relying, uh, at least for Android, on the Android X support libraries um, and and uh, most more specifically the camera X uh, package. And, uh, you know, if we keep it all in one NuGet package, then someone who is not interested in the camera view will still get the dependency on that camera X package. So it will add, I don't know, 
easily a megabyte maybe uh, on top of whatever it's doing. And that might be stripped out whenever you go compile things. Uh, but you know, we might not want to have to do that. So we might have to think already about splitting it up in uh, a couple of different NuGet packages. But you will always be able to find it with uh, xamarin.community toolkit. Just install it as a NuGet package on your project and boom, you're ready to go. Well, uh, you had me with the converters, or Stephen had me with the converters, because I know that those are or can be quite a hassle to write every time. And uh, yeah, to it, it's either copy and pasting them around or, or adding a NuGet package. And since I'm lazy, uh, chances are high I'll try that NuGet package sometime in the near future. Uh, another thing that I wanted to ask you, I mean, since I have you two on the line, we can get to the juicy bits. So I noticed that there were like two releases of this Xamarin Community Toolkit. Are there any comments on why the two releases had to happen? Basically, what we did is we um, we were discussing a name that was suited for this um, for quite a while, actually. And at some point, we settled um, to align with a different toolkit, which is the Microsoft, I think it's called Microsoft dot toolkit but it's actually the windows community toolkit and we basically we wanted to align the namespaces because well it's still microsoft backed and and xamarin is built by microsoft so it it made sense for us to use that namespace however we probably kind of should have aligned a bit more with that team because they uh well they I wouldn't say they weren't happy. I mean, Gerald did most of the communication. I think it was very peaceful and very um, moving towards a, a combined future maybe at some point. Definitely, yes. But uh, yeah, we basically, based on that, decided we need something else. And we pretty much settled on the current name, which tells it exactly as it is. It's a community toolkit for Xamarin. Um, and we had some questions like, should we already incorporate the name Maui or should we already um, name it as generic as possible so that it applies to Maui and Xamarin? But in the end, we basically decided Maui is still quite some ways away before that'll be a stable release. So Gerald is probably going to shoot me for it, but we'll do a rename at some point. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's pretty much how that came about. Yeah, yeah. So just to touch a little bit upon with the other team, they uh, it was not that they were not happy. So on NuGet, um, mostly, and, and, and with the whole Microsoft namespaces thing, you can make reservations on certain prefixes. Um, and you should not be able... Well, I wasn't able to push anything with the name Microsoft.toolkit. Uh, so that was the first name, Microsoft.toolkit.xamarin.forms. Um, and dot star then basically. So the, we could make the reservation for that name and then under the, uh, from the forms part, then we could decide whatever we wanted. Um, so I contacted the right teams, did all the things and uh, we got the um, uh, right namespace in the name. So I pushed my first uh, package. It was a pre-release luckily. Uh, and I was starting to to advertise it a little bit, wrote a little blog post, and everyone was like, yay, this is great. Um, and suddenly, yeah, some people, I mean, the, the Windows Toolkit is basically the same principle, uh, although they don't deal with, with a framework that will be, well, not deprecated, but that will be frozen. Uh, but the, like the, the, the team setup is the same. There's also people involved from Microsoft and mostly community. Um, so I got contacted with, by the uh, XAML Llama, 
um, who is who is attached from the the win, uh, from the Microsoft side, and he said like, whoa, whoa, whoa we reserved this namespace. You can't use it. Uh, the Microsoft .toolkit .star uh, is entirely for them. So they have a bunch of different NuGet packages as well, um, and um, so yeah, that's that exclusively for them. We couldn't use that. Um, so, you know, that's fine. We had a little talk and also we had, I mean, we should probably done that before. I should have reached out to them like, hey, we're going to be close to your naming. Are you okay with that? Uh, but, you know, we were just excited to to do this thing. And um, um, yeah, so we overlooked that little fact, but it was a really good talk. And maybe um, somewhere down the road, we can uh, find each other and some overlapping stuff because, you know, with .NET MAUI, there's going to be a push on UWP as well. Uh, maybe the XAML um, dialects will come closer together. So, um, and I mean, they're using XAML as well. Um, and I think the converters and that kind of stuff is is leading on the same um, interfaces and things. So, you know, uh, there might be some overlap and we might collaborate at some point. But uh, for now, we just decided to do a different name and uh, go about our, our ways. So naming stuff is still hard. And uh, yeah, no. I'm really glad you you figured it out in the end because uh, yeah I fr from what I heard up to now I think it's a it's a cool framework even though it's still small I think it, it does have a lot of potential uh, the core team sounds very interesting a lot of interesting uh, stuff is uh, coming from from their way and seeing them combining their efforts uh, yeah makes me makes me wonder what cool stuff could come along in the future for Xarin or Maui. And as you said it before, so this means that even though it's called the Xarin Community Toolkit, it will not stop there. It will live on when Maui will come out. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's a question we get a lot, actually. I didn't really anticipate on that uh, for some reason. But um, yes, so, I mean, that's still, still sometime in the future, like we already mentioned. Um, I don't know, maybe we will create a new package entirely uh, because, you know, things have changed and um, we might want to keep this for the people who are still working on Xamarin forms. Again, like the uh, enterprise customers might not be able to switch to some hip new technology uh, just because it's uh, shiny and cool. Um, so, you know, we might want to keep that around and, and go into like the same kind of maintenance mode as Xamarin Forms 5 as well. Uh, but, you know, there's going to be, .NET MAUI is going to do all the same things as uh, Forms mostly, uh, at least for the initial version. So there might be still concepts that we want to use for .NET MAUI as well. So maybe we're going to evolve together with them. Maybe we're going to create a new package next to it. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's still so far in the future that uh, we'll see when when the time comes. Yeah, and especially with Xamarin Forms being supported for years to come, I think making a separate branch off, I guess, to go into Maui is probably what we are going to need to do anyway. Um, because we can't just say from this version of the toolkit onwards, it'll only work on Maui. I, I think we are so somewhat of a linking pin between those worlds at some point. But we'll see what the future brings. Like a lot of stuff around Maui is still just not clear enough to to say anything useful about that at the moment. Yeah, there's there's some truth in that. I think Maui is something that's currently being uh, in in concepts in, in the concept phase of being a lot of thought is being put in there. And uh, I, I just think it's uh, yeah, it's 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 quite early to say where where it will land uh, in the end. 
Um, but both projects open source, Maui and the Zarin Community Toolkit. So wherever you will decide to go with the toolkit, you will always be able to follow along and give your five cents along the way. Another thing that I wanted to ask you, I mean, I, I already told everyone literally that one of my favorite features is the converters, but I'm sure there's some other stuff uh, in there. Uh, Gerald is currently playing along with the uh, with camera plugin, which uh, camera review, um, which I know uh, could use some love. Uh, so what else can one expect when one installs a NuGet package or, or in the near future? Um, in my initial blog post I had, uh, we will post that in the show notes, I had a couple of things, but that's already outdated. There's already stuff merged, but I, I have it here in front of me and we have a couple of behaviors. So uh, like I mentioned, the event to command uh, thing, that's something that is loved and hated by a lot of people at the same time. Um, so if you are doing MVVM, which we have another episode about, so go check that out. Uh, but if you're doing MVVM, you don't want to use events anymore, but you want to use the commands. Uh, uh, but there's not always, for some reason, a one-on-one -on -one mapping for that. So with this behavior, you can um, uh, tie those things together and you will turn your event into a command and you can use it uh, the, the right MVVM way. Uh, that's something I think a lot of people have been asking for also to put that into the, the core Xamarin bits. Uh, so other things that you can do is uh, validation of stuff. So email validation, numeric validation. Uh, we have some animations thing. Uh, Charlin, Xamgirl, was so uh, nice to... Uh, she's wrote a, a, a bunch of blog posts about all kinds of things. And that's that's the thing that we are kind of hoping for as well. So some people just write blogs to do awesome stuff, uh, to put that in our toolkit. And some other people like Andre, uh, who I just mentioned as well, he has a bunch of libraries out there. And um, I mean, we can't expect from people who have put their energy and effort into their own library and uh, have some good number of downloads to just hand it over to us. And uh, like, here, you do it from now on. You, you go on with the credits. Uh, that's not definitely not something that we want. But what you also see at the same time is that a lot of those contributors um, feel a somewhat heavy burden, like, hey, I have to support all this stuff. I can't do that alone, um, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, we are more than welcome and open to take in a lot of those libraries and uh, add them as controls to uh, to our little toolkit. Uh, so, and on the one hand, that will help our end users to not find all these uh, different libraries themselves. And on the other hand, it can help um, lift that burden of the maintainers to, to not do that. So if people want to do that, uh, we are very grateful and we are very supportive. That's very cool. Uh, but we will never like ask that, you know, or if we see a bit uh, of code that is not um, uh, maintained for a long time, we might go out to you and say like, hey, we've seen this piece of code. Is it okay if we take that for you and we we put it in our toolkit? Um, so Charlene did that with a bunch of animations. So you can now have a animation behavior on any view, I think. Um, and you can say, okay, I want this animation to flip or uh, shake or do whatever. Uh, so that's pretty cool too. Uh, we already have a bunch of controls. So we have the avatar view, um, which gives you like a little rounded 
thing where you can have the avatars, uh, so your initials mostly, whenever uh, you don't have an avatar, or it will show the actual image if you do have an avatar. So that's a very cool control too. Uh, the range slider, so not just a normal slider where you have one value, but a range slider, so you can set a minimum value, a maximum value, and everything in between. Um, and I'm working on the camera view. I don't know, did we add any other controls yet? I'm not sure. Don't think we added more, but there is some some specs open. For example, the expander one that came out of Xamarin Forms. Oh right. Um, and we also actually have a spec open for the a, a snack bar type of thing. So that's a basically it. It looks like a, a toast message. I think in some platforms it's called. So something like that is already uh, also a Xamarin Forms PR that is now being moved over by the lovely gentleman that built it. So yeah, other, other than that, controls are still a bit, they're, they're not that much in there yet, but we we are managing. I think I also even saw some, some chart view discussions going on. Um, and I also know that Javier is also pretty hard at work to create a lot of cool stuff in his own little repository. Maybe that'll make an appearance as well. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, so definitely some cool stuff coming in. I see here a, a whole lot of converters as well. People seem to be sick of all the converters that they have to write. So bool to int, double to int, equal, int to bool, inverted bool, is null or empty, you name it, we've got a converter for it. So um, we will post a bunch of links down in the show notes. Uh, be sure to check out what's in there. So a lot of interesting UI controls I see are already in there and uh, a lot of ideas are coming along. I know that uh, I've been asked many times if I could recommend a free charting library uh, for Xarin Forms. And I know there are some out there. Um, some receive uh, have received no, no love for quite some time from their owners because they're probably busy doing other stuff. This, this, I don't want to badmouth them here in, in public. <laughs> Uh, but I also know charts can be quite difficult to do on your own. So, yeah, it sure would be interesting. And the other thing I really like is the idea uh, of, of having like one place where I can look for stuff. So if the Xamarin Community Toolkit uh, takes off, uh, I think that will make it a lot easier to, to find stuff. I mean, the same thing was with uh, Xamarin Essentials, where a lot of... Uh, libraries came together into one package. And uh, now when I'm looking for a feature, I I often just go onto the Xamarin Essentials doc site and just uh, check if that feature is there. Which brings me up to my next question. So what's the difference between the Xamarin Essentials package, uh, also a quite well-known and, and loved package in the Xamarin community, and the Xamarin Community Toolkit? I think you already asked the question, right? And we totally just talked over it. You just ignore me like you usually do. Yeah, like I usually do. So mean. Uh, <laughs> so I think the main difference is like, although we kept like the name in general, like the Xamarin Community Toolkit, we're focused on forms mostly. Uh, we didn't run to rule out the possibility that, um, that we do some more Xamarin generic stuff. Um, I don't see how right now, but you know, who knows what the future brings? Uh, and that's already one difference with uh, like Essentials. Essentials is not specific to forms. Uh, it also does a lot of things with um, uh, like, for example, in Android, you can do the permissions, uh, for instance. Um, and uh, I think the other big difference maybe tied to that fact is uh, that they don't do any UI stuff. 
So all the stuff that they are doing is uh, basically in the background. So handling permissions, um, uh, popping a, uh, a screen where you can select pictures. I don't know if that's in there or they're they're working on it. Um, doing some things with with the sensors that are on your phone. Um, so you know they they do all kinds of things that um, yeah are not really specific to the UI. While we are, I think, pretty big on the UI with like converters and behaviors that are specific to uh, mostly XAML-related development, um, and you know even like controls that are 100% UI. So I think that is basically the big difference. Okay, thank you for clearing that up. Um, makes sense, and uh, I really hope this will take off as you two or as the core team envisions. Uh, so. One other question, I guess, that is left here is, so how can one get involved? Uh, how can one help to contribute? How can one get in contact with you guys if one has an idea of something to add or, or what other contribution there is you're looking forward to? Yeah, so we, we have our GitHub, obviously, where a lot of stuff happens. Basically, everything around this happens. But if if we can start off I think we also have, or I think, I'm pretty sure, we also have a Discord community now, which we can put a link to in the show notes, which basically has, it's it's a .NET um, Discord, but it has its own little channel in there. Um, and there's discussion going on about features and, and all that good stuff. So if you want to contribute and you're not quite sure, if you have questions, anything like that, you can put them in there. You don't need to to make an issue on GitHub or something like that. But to actually get started, we have some specs open on GitHub that are all tagged with uh, ready to start or similar tags at least. And I think at the moment there is, um, I don't have the exact number right here, but I'm pretty sure there's a few, at least five or six specs ready to, uh, to be implemented. And if you have any idea, Obviously, you can create your own little spec or your own little enhancement in there as well and claim it and implement it. It's a, it's a pretty standard, straightforward process, I would say. Yes, yeah, so that's what I already mentioned before. Uh, we have community in the name. So, I mean, we want all those contributions. And uh, me personally, I have been always trying to help people. Uh, Mark, I'm looking at you again. Uh, persuade them to, to make some contributions. But It's always me. Yes, yes, because I still didn't see that contribution, Mark. You're watching me. I knew it. <laughs> Definitely. I refresh your GitHub profile every day. No, I'm scared. And and I'm trying to um, to put some content around that as well. As, as well. So I'm planning to do uh, maybe some, some videos. Uh, did you subscribe to my YouTube yet? Um, and make some videos on how to get started. Make some documentation on how to get started. Um, but you can contribute in a lot of ways. I mean, at the very simplest form, you can just shoot in issues on a repository with, hey, I'd like to see this. Uh, the more vision you have with that, the more details, the better, of course. Uh, and then if you're up for it, uh, you can also implement it yourself. Um, but also we are working on docs, uh, documentation. So we are getting a official place in the docs.microsoft.com space. Uh, the repository for that is there as well. Um, Alex Hadley, shout out, uh, is doing some great work with outlining like the bigger picture from uh, what is there right now. 
he's doing a great job on that. And um, whenever we have some content there, we can go live with it and we have actual docs. That's going to be pretty amazing. Um, so, you know, the contribution comes in lots of shapes and forms. Um, and whenever you have doubts, uh, just reach out to me uh, somewhere public, somewhere private. I don't care. Uh, but uh, make me help you. And that's something I love to do. So please reach out. And that wraps up this episode on the Xamarin Community Toolkit. I hope you heard some interesting stuff here. And if you want to contribute, links are in the show notes. That's where you got to go. We've been your hosts, Stephen Tavisa, Mark Halliburne. And Gerald Slice. And thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Stay safe. And until next week on All Pointers. Thank you.